Well, I really hope that yours didn't glitch out when I pressed go we're live like it did for me. Welcome to episode 92 of the Mike White's podcast, uh, our preview of the Chelsea game. As always, I'm Jack. Yes, that is what my hair looks like now. And as always, I'm joined by KC. Uh, hello. Threw me off. <laughs> Obviously, those of you listening for audio, just imagine an egg with a shit beard. And I think you're about there. Uh, how's things, mate? Everything good? Yeah, not bad. And enjoying one of the uh, post-lockdown days today, as, as we did, getting a bit of golf in. Yeah, and I think it can be described as I demolished you at golf by one shot. Yeah, absolute demo. You say um, <laughs> we didn't even play in the same group. No, but you shot 99 and I shot 98, and therefore, bow down, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. We'll just get into There's a couple of bits of news before we get into the Chelsea game, but nothing major. Uh, the season ticket rollover. Uh, we should also mention they're sending, like, I think it's a £20 gift pack to adult members and a tenor to juniors, uh, which I don't think really qualifies as recompense, but it's better than nothing. The, that and the promise of maybe, maybe you'll get to be able to buy a ticket. Yeah, maybe one day. Uh, it's the uh, the neutral planet of future armor, isn't it? I don't know. My gut says maybe. Uh, uh, and I pulled over season tickets, which is pretty much what everyone was expecting, uh, that it was just going to go on to next season. Uh, so if you go to... If between now and end of season we get lucky and vaccine works and all that stuff and we get to go to four or five games, we will only have to pay for four or five games next season. Which is yeah. is decent, I suppose. It's not amazing, but it's okay. Um, I am perfectly fine with that. I know that it's not ideal for everyone. There'll be some people whose finances and stuff may have changed over that time. And I think the club does need to look a bit more individually at each case because there may be somewhere a full refund is better or there may be somewhere, you know, anything like that. It does need looking at, but this will do for now. Uh, the other thing is that the new floodlights are up. Have you, have you seen them? I have seen a picture of the ones over the West End. They are tall. Yeah. That's about <laughs> all that needs saying about it. But no. I had to include it just because it's the piece of news. Yeah, I mean, there's been the talk. Of... By a cat. Um... <laughs> there has been the talk of the new floodlights for a while. They are there now. Uh, no news yet on dugouts. No, because that is meant to happen, isn't it? We're meant to get the, uh, the all the racing seats put in. Will the racing seats pointless. be below... Will they be below pitch level? Like, are they going to uh, keep that? The... And then, I don't know, maybe extend the dugout outwards a bit or something. Yeah, I believe that they'd have to extend it back, wouldn't they? In order to fit it all in, so... It'd just be another way for us to lose 20 seats or so. Uh, that I've, I'd say that's all the news. That was never going to take long. Uh, this is all about Chelsea away. Uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock, which is a stupid kick-off time, and I hate it. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, it just means the entire day will be spent being time. nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's no good, really. Um, Bielsa's had his press conference. Uh, there's still no Hernandez or Shackleton by the sounds of it, but Lorente is fit, 
but he's not going to play because we haven't had, got any 23s games for a couple of weeks. I'll see you next year, Urente. Yeah, is is his, is is Urente's first game Crawley? Oh, it's a bit soon. I don't know. I feel like Leon Constantine. He he was out the first half of the season. Made his. I think I'm pretty sure it was obviously it was either his debut or one of his first games for Leeds was was the New Year's. Or I think it was the New Year's Day game, and he scored. And I think he also broke his arm or something in the process. Hmm. What a um, what a player! <laughs> Port Vale legend Leon Constantine. Uh, he was a. It's one of those weird ones where I, there's not really a great deal to say with the Leeds team. It will Chelsea play four three three, so we'll play four one four one. I don't expect him to make any changes from the last two games. No, I, I can't see it happening. I, I, I still think I would probably lean towards bringing Rodrigo in, but I, I can't see it happening. Now, as I say, I personally would play Rodrigo and take Alioski out, even though he's done absolutely no wrong since Kevin. Uh, but I don't see it happening. And especially when you look at Chelsea's midfield. I mean, Chelsea, I've just got, in my notes, I just have that. Chelsea have a ridiculous squad. Because they do. Uh, Chelsea's 4-3-3 is likely to be Mendy in goal, who is better than Kepper, because most people are. Uh Reese James at right back, who's quality. Thiago Silva and Kurt Zuma at the back. Ben Chilwell left back. Kante holding mid. And then the two light attacking eights will probably be Mount and either Havertz or Kovacic, depending on how fit Havertz is. But that's two seriously attacking number eights. And then Werner and um, Ziyech playing left and right. Normally, I'd say Abraham, but Giroud did score four away at Sevilla in midweek. That's not a bad game for him. Mm. Is Giroud dyeing his hair black? Uh, I don't. I don't think it, it matters. He could dye his hair whatever colour he wants. He'd still be a really handsome bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still, still the best one. Was that Paddy Power one with uh, Giroud on the ball there? Just, um, just, um, God, he looks beautiful in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> ah, just look at him. Ain't he a sight to see? The whole damn world wants to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deep cut, mate. Deep cut. Yeah, deep cut. But therefore, 33, um, I, I mentioned it there, the two really attacking number eights, having Mount and I'll say Havertz over Kovacic because I'm more scared of Havertz. Uh, that's the reason why I think Dallas is nailed on to play. And yeah. Alioski is therefore going to play left-back. Because I think he'll want Dallas in the middle. Because Phillips is going to have to mark one of them. And if Click is marking the other with Rodrigo ahead of him, I wonder if it would be a bit... I know that we worry more about us than we do the opposition, but I think that might leave us a bit vulnerable. As much as Dallas isn't my favourite as a centre mid, he is very disciplined. And as much as Alioski's mental, he's also quite disciplined. I do think these last these last two performances of Dallas have been have probably been his best performances at centre mid, certainly that I can remember. Um, I know I know 
uh, I think it was over sort of Christmas last year when him and him and Click were playing together a few times, and I never, never really thought it worked. But I think certainly against Arsenal, I thought those those two did a very good job in the middle of of kind of closing closing off the space for them to play in. Um, and as we said last time against Everton, Dallas covered pretty much every blade of grass, didn't he? He was he was just popping up wherever he was needed. Yeah, well, you saw a lot of Dallas and Alioski swapping over in that game. And I think you could see quite a bit of that in this, because if Alioski starts as the left-back, ZH plays on the right, and he quite often cuts inside anyway. Yeah. So you could see him going across and one of the number eights pushing wide into that space quite easily. Uh, it's also their full-backs push on absolutely miles, especially Chilwell. I mean, I think Chil- and Chilwell got three or four goals already this season. Yeah. 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 So he he's arriving in the box from the left back area, and uh, I've I've got a thing here. Uh, just basically, I know it's a bit long on screen for people, but he's going to be up against Rafinha. Now, Rafinha is awesome and definitely needs to be playing, but really trust Rafinha chasing back with Ben Chilwell. Or do you reckon that a bit like we saw against Everton, he might get switched over so that we've got someone with a little bit more solidity on that side? It'll be interesting because, I mean, the the switch against Everton seemed to come about five minutes in. He he seemed to have that really good run. And just just after. Um, And just after Rafinha had got in twice. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple of good, really good runs down the right, and then he was just on the left. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. To, I mean, obviously, Bielsa's not averse to to flipping the wingers at will. Um, but in terms of you know, if I try and think of anyone else who would come in and be as as disciplined, I can't really think of anyone than than those two. I you know, I don't think you know at best. Rafinha will be let actually no, I think Rafinha is harder working than Helder Costa. Um there's not really anyone else I could think of, so yeah, it'd be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I do I did have a thought in my head that maybe Harrison will go on to the right just to just for that. But what I would say is if Chilwell is gonna bang is gonna go that far forward, this part of me just wants to tell Rafinha and he won't because we stay man for man, we always do. But this part of me wants to go, just stay up. Hmm. Just stay up and we'll have it before three. <laughs> and just, just go for it. Uh, and there is a chance that we might see something like that because we press really high and try and win the ball back really quickly. And Chelsea press really high and try and win the ball back really quickly. When we face really high-pressing teams, it depends what sort of a day we're having. Because mm. um, obviously we saw that we like... Whoop, can't. Uh, we saw that we like... Obviously, the Vans the game last season, they pressed us and we couldn't get out and we couldn't do anything. Whereas uh, there's been other teams where they've come at us and we've played us way through it and all of a sudden we're away over and over again. Yeah. So it's uh, in terms of the formations, I think we match up quite well in the same way that I did against Everton. Yeah. It, I, I, I... I dare say Chelsea will be relieved having come up against the uh, the Mourinho defensive masterclass last weekend. That they'll they must be thrilled to be playing someone who's who's going to come out and play a bit. 
he's never thrilled to be facing us is an old Frank. Uh, no, I, I, I can only imagine Frank is is dying to put one over Bielsa again. Mm. Look, we press teams too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Frank. I know that he's, he's come up now, so we have to talk about it. I fucking hate Frank Lampard. <laughs> Uh, it is. It, I, I, I was. It was a couple of months back now, but I, I was going through someone's uh, Twitter timeline, and I did just like seeing the uh, the tweet from Michael Normanton when uh, someone had said that Frank Lampard will f- fail upwards into the England job. The qu- the response of just well, he knows the country. To be fair, yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, it, I would say uh, the word country has a lot of my thoughts on Frank Lampard in case we're in it. He's a right and... <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like he, you know, he's spent a lot of money this year on some very, very good players. I think he's a better coach than Solskjaer. But oh, still yeah. so. I might be. Um, but again, I, I do have him in that mould of just, I, I just you're not that level yet. Like that, that is not your level. And no, Sorry, I've said on. before, I've said before that Lampard has actually done a much better job at Chelsea than I thought he was going to. But my expectations were really low, and last season. As much as I do not agree with what the way that they framed it, you know, oh, he had no money in a transfer ban except for he still bought a player for fifty million and bought another one for sixty. You know, he still bought Pulisic, they still made Kovacic permanent, they still did make signings. As much as they say they had a transfer ban, mm. I do think that this is the season that's the test for him because that squad. He should be able to get close to Man City and Liverpool with that squad. Ah, yeah. If you if you don't challenge for the title with that team, you've gone wrong. I don't know. I don't know. The argument will be ah, well, we've made a number of signings, so you need to give them time to bed in and, and things like that. And but no, t- you know, Timo Werner is, you know, is ready to go. He's one of the top strikers in the world. Playing um, left wing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What do I know? <laughs> um, you know, you've got Ben Chilwell, who is, who's now for the last few seasons been one of the best left-backs in the division. Um, you know, finally got a decent keeper who should be a lot more consistent. Um, but at the same time, I, I, you know, I still think they're there to be got at. You know, West Brom at the start of the season were, were able to push them and and challenge them. You look at where they are now. Mm. Um, Kyle Bartley caused them problems. Hey, there's no air, yeah, but he should. I mean, he's a great player, is Kyle Bartley. Yeah. Can't move, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, when I. We, they are definitely better to be got at. I completely agree with you on that. Like, the thing with, as much as I said, Havertz and Mason Mount, that is a, quite a scary set of number eights. Yeah. If Leeds go forward, Kante will pick up. Quick and will probably do it well because he's N'Golo Kante and he's brilliant. 
Uh, and he's not just like a holding midfielder. He is. He has got more to him than that. But he is. That's what he's best at. He's so good at it. Mm. But even like if Dallas breaks forward, if he's playing as one of the central midfielders, which I think he will, you could easily see Mount and Havertz just not staying with him. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That they are not the most defensive, defensive-minded players now. Whether that is. Purely because you have so you know whether they've adopted the Real Madrid philosophy of, well, N'Golo will do all the defensive stuff. Don't worry about that, um, and they just try and give everyone else the freedom to push forward. Um, but yeah, there's I, I do think that this is this will be one of the games where there, there's a lot of space in midfield, and and I think click you know I think Click will get a decent amount of time on the ball in those areas. Yeah, it's the term basketball game has been thrown about for a few Leeds games this season, and this this really could be in a one that's mm. like it. Uh, obviously, Leeds will press high. I think Bamford. I think Bamford can get joy out of Thiago Silva and Kurt Zuma. Like Thiago Silva's just not. He's still good, but he isn't what he was. Mm. And Kurt Zuma, I like as a defender, but I'm not sure. It, it's it's weird when he's on the ball, he never looks completely confident, and I think if you press him, you can make him make mistakes. Yeah. So and Bamford will press all day. He'll even if it's until seventy minutes and he's absolutely bollocks, then he has to come up. He will just run. Yeah, and it'd be it'd be nice to see us get some joy out of that. And um, I was a little bit gutted for Bamford actually after the Everton game because there was the stat that if if he would have scored there he'd have been level with. I know I know it's one of those records that doesn't really mean anything, but he'd have tied Thierry Henry for most consecutive goals away from home at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's not a record that I'm sorry. It's, if you've it's got not. like six provisors, it's not a record. It's not. But my mum really doesn't like Patrick Bamford. And I just wanted something to say to basically say, look, he is as good as Thierry Henry in the first five away games of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much just a bit of venom and spite will get you. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a. It, as I say, with this game, it's another one of them where, although I am a bit scared of it, purely because. There are, it doesn't matter how good your coach is, and Bielsa is, well, one of the five best in the world at the moment. And he is. He just is. Uh, but player for player, Leeds play man for man, and player for player, Chelsea are better than us. So it does, you have to worry about that, but it's a game where I, I could live with us losing if we play well. I just don't want us to like not have a good game and get beat by three or four. Because I think if we play well, I honestly think we'll. I honestly think we'll get something if we play well. Yeah, I, I mean, this. Will be, I think this this one will be a very big test for Liam Cooper. Um, you know, you've got someone like Tammy Abraham who, you know, is fairly strong. Is going to cause him problems. He's going to have players like Havertz and and Werner come, you know, cutting inside as well. I really hope he has a good game because you know, for for me, I don't. I I want to give Liam Cooper till about January, and sort of sort of see how he does over the this sort of first half of the season. 
Um, I, d- I don't like everyone that's kind of jumped on the Liam Cooper bandwagon once again when he makes a single mistake and everyone starts crying League One Liam again. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone I think fully deserves a chance, but I th- you, this this will be a big test for him. Yeah, I I mean I I have no problem with Liam Cooper being in the team. I think he's good, but it, it is a step up in competition for him. And there have been times where you've noticed it. Uh, it as I said, Giroud scored four last time. But do you still think it'll be Abraham? I think so, yeah. You say, like, It's kind of weird. When I look at their team, I always think, God, if it were me, it wouldn't be either of them. Would it be Werner? I think it'd be Werner through the middle and Ziyech would be one side and Havertz maybe would play off the other side. Yeah. Inverted and Kante Kovacic mount in the middle because I think that's a more balanced midfield. But, I, um, I mean... I find it funny that you that you spend so much money on such a prolific striker over the last couple of years, and and you do Kevin Blackwell and you put David Healy out wide. Um, you you still. I was going to let you get to the end of the sentence and go. Who does he think he is, Kevin Blackwell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, although Timo Werner goes to sleep and there's a poster on his wall of David Healy because <laughs> that's who he wants to be. I've uh, didn't we all? Yeah, um would you rather it was Giroud than Abraham? Uh I think I think you just get two very different things from them. At this stage, as much as Arsene Wenger tried and tried and tried for years to replace Olivier Giroud, it turns out he is actually a really good striker. Yeah. There's, there's a reason He's Isn't almost he... top scorer for France now. Almost. Yeah. Was he one of was he one or two goals away from breaking their record? I think yeah. he's he's right on the cusp of it. Um, even Chelsea have gone through that phase of trying to to get rid of him or phase him out, and he just comes in and scores goals. You know, and I, I know he's he's more someone you play off of, but uh, you know, I think it is just a different. It would just be a different task, but I don't think it would be any more or less dangerous having him in the team. Yeah. 44 in 105 he's got for France. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad going. For a player who was in, like, League 2 for years at the start of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look through their team, who's, other than Werner, because we've both talked about him, who scares you at most? There's a little bit of it that, that, that does say N'Golo Kante just for the tremendous, like, I know we have a very hard-working team, but that man can run all day. Uh, I have got it before, but it's one of my favourite lines anyone ever used. When Leicester won the league, and uh, I think it it was Steve Walsh, who was their recruitment guy at the time, they said to him, uh, because everyone wonders about, they all said, oh, you can't win the league playing two in middle and midfield. And I said, we don't, we play three. We play drink water with Kante either side. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. Um, yeah, I mean, T- Tammy Abraham will score goals at this level. I, th- I think he has proven to be a very good striker. Um, Havertz as well. Like, like you say, like we said at the start, it's such a great team. You know, Ben Chilwell will cause problems mo- for most of the game. Um, yeah, it's very hard to to pick. I'm just having a look at their squad actually. See who else uh, is 
yeah, all of them. Yeah, Mason Mount, fan, you know, fantastic player. I like uh, Southgate. Calm down. Yeah, I'll just pick out all the English ones. Where are they now? <laughs> Danny Drinkwater. You know what? Is that's that's how the comeback's gonna. Oh he's God, had, he, he's still he's, there, isn't he? Yeah, he uh, he played in the in the Papa John's <laughs> Cup the other day. That was his first game in months. Yeah, which sounds ridiculous, but we played Casilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Danny Drinkwater is a Premier League winner, and and a difference. To Kiko's Kiko. a Champions League winner. Yeah, but yeah, but Kiko didn't fucking play. <laughs> like Danny Drinkwater had the decency to play the majority of the season when they won the Premier League. Yeah, um, I'm a, the one for me is just because I, I just think he's awesome. I love Ziyech. Yeah. I, I just I just think he's such a good player. And obviously, it was always too high a level for us to get him. But God, I look at him and I think he screams Bielsa. Mm. You know, great on the ball, can play inside. as a t- he'd, be a, he'd be the most advanced eight. Yeah. Um, it's a good front line and it's very good options to choose from as well in between your advanced you know, your advanced playmakers, your wide men and your strikers. It's solid choice. Yeah, I mean, you're looking through that. And just like the players who aren't anywhere near the team, like Rudiger's not great, but for him to be nowhere near the team, Tamori's really good, not playing. Mm. Jorginho, not playing. Uh, Aspilicueta, Pulisic is back from injury. So he's an option for him off the bench as well, at wide knees quality. I mean, they've got four goalkeepers listed in this squad. Well, yeah, but one of them's Petr Cech, who has been so, retired for four years. Sorry, in that case, that's five, because his name isn't on this list. When you go through Mendy, Kepper, Caviero, and Carlo Ziga. I I don't know who that fourth one is. I'm assuming he is... Uh, oh, he's 19 years old. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I've uh, never te- heard of him. Te- Technically, he's he's made his debut. He has played in the Papa John's Cup as well, so oh, he has that, made his that's debut. That's why his name comes up. Yeah. Uh, the only other one thing that's going to be different with this game: uh, two thousand fans. Sorry, you cut out. Then have another go. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say one thing that will be different with this game: there'll be two thousand fans in attendance at seventy-five quid a pop. Is that London prices? Uh, it's London and scarcity, I believe. <laughs> um, it's going to be a very strange one, isn't it? To, to only have two thousand. I know BT have said they're just they're going to start playing the the natural crowd noise now, which I don't know how well that's going to come through. I, you know, I don't know how you manage it. Whether you shut off fans in the stand with the television camera on and you try and spread them out between the other three stands to make it to you know not have to fill a, a staff all four all four sides or anything like that. But um yeah be an interesting one to see. Yeah I'm a it's nice to, that there is some fans backing ground. I know that we can't have any here yet but it is a sign of progress, at least, and we'll be able to get something. I mean, obviously, they've approved the vaccine. Was that yesterday morning? 
Uh, yeah. Apparently, it started arriving today. I uh, did see but, one. One of my favourite things I've seen actually today is someone has a uh, someone has edited the uh, Coca Cola Christmas advert with the with the lorry to a Pfizer <laughs> lorry going through, <laughs> which I quite liked. Um, Who ever thought it's... that Big Farmer would be the baby face? <laughs> <laughs> I you say the baby face, but I think there's a lot of people who look at them still as the heel with yeah. Bill Gates as well. <laughs> um, the you say you also say it's progress, but that also does mean that Millwall will have fans coming back in the ground, and and that will be a step backwards for them. Not for them, just for society. Well, yeah, um, it was quite interesting because I, I think it would be it'd be very harsh at this point to then. For the football, uh, for the for the FA, I knew you said the football league then, but we've moved beyond that. The uh, I know it would be very harsh if the FA had come out and gone. Now, according to the government, you can come back, but we're going to wait till all teams can have crowds back to make it fair, which which does make some sense. But what I would say is, technically, that would be the fairest way. I would not suggest doing it. <laughs> no, no, I think I think I think that could start riots. Um because th- they asked Bielsa about it as well and 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 he said something similar. But I think given everything that's going on, you, you've just got to allow people into the ground and, and get fans in there and you know, keep you basically gotta try and keep Chelsea afloat, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a... I'm, oh god, I'm dying to get to a game, even though it's going to be weird, and we're going to I'm going to be wearing a mask, and it won't have the atmosphere and all that. I'm dying to go to a game. I'd I'd, I am, I'd really like to know once it's uh, you know obviously clubs already have their ways. I'd love to know how it will work in terms of seating allocations, whether people will still sit in their seats, or whether they will whether it'll be just a set seating plan for when you've got 2,000 fans and then another set seating plan when you've got 4,000 fans. Yeah. I mean, how many seats are there in, like, the east and lower? Um, I don't know, actually. Because what I was thinking is, say we're in Tier 2 and you only allowed 2,000, you could probably socially distance 2,000 people just in that. Yeah. Uh, or, or at the very least, that and maybe that and the cop, or that and the west. Yeah, and you know, you could have everyone with plenty of distance because the world wants don't, to don't put people in the west stand. Come on, they've suffered enough. Mate, no, seven hundred quid for a ticket in there, mate. I know. I've sat. I've had season <laughs> tickets there before. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been that we've been there in the FA Youth Cup when you've been sat there crammed into a seat, and even for a fiver, I thought, "Come on, we can do better than this." Um, I can't wait till I can't wait till I can't wait till we get some uh, till we actually start rebuilding the West End because <laughs> that that thing needs sorting out. It's just like yeah. me and you, me and you. Last time we've sat down there, we've all we've had to sit sort of diagonal. Yeah. I just kind of sat like watching a game like this so our knees actually fit in. Yeah. Whereas in the East yeah. and Upper, plenty of leg room. 
Oh yeah, loads. That's why that's the great thing about having the tickets up there. Um obviously we've we've gone through their squad quite a lot. It is a really good squad. Much like the Everton I mean the Everton game I said will be really open and high scoring. And it was really open. It wasn't high scoring, but I've no idea how. <laughs> so I think that this will be a similar story, to be honest. I think they'll go for it, we'll go for it, the game will be open. One nil. And I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea, unfortunately. Ah, uh, uh, Jack. But I think... Wash your mouth out. Son, and my dad really does have a gun and he would shoot me. But it's not what I want to happen, but it is what I think will happen. I think we'll get beat this time. But I think I think it's one of them where it'll be an unjust defeat. I, I, I think we'll win on XG and lose 2-1. As you and Andy Watson in your bloody XG... It's not just us, mate. We're paid for it by uh, George Soros and Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fair enough. It's all a conspiracy, really, to control football. Well, just remember, mate, anti-vax has an X, XG has an X. It's all a conspiracy, mate. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chat, you're giving people ideas here. This is just irresponsible broadcasting now. Vax G. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think I broke you. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to stick with the prediction I made earlier this week and go with a two-one Leeds win. Cool. Uh, well, good thing with these is that these can be a bit. Now that we're doing two, we don't have to go as long with them. Uh, to be honest, I'm surprised we made it last this long. What with just the game to talk about? It's luckily, it's interesting now. If we were doing this when we had fucking hecking bottom. Or even worse, Steve Evans. We'd have just been going, yeah, it'll be shit, we'll lose. And it'd be a four-minute-long podcast. We'd have spent 12 minutes on the new on the uh, new floodlights. <laughs> That's the highlights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll do us for, I believe, this episode 92 of the Mike Lights podcast. Uh, please check out the stuff that we write, which admittedly has been a bit quiet this week. Uh, from me... It, me personally, uh, just ridiculous work schedules and lockdowns ending, so I had to go outside and play some golf and things like that. Uh, but the stuff we like goes up on through it all together, which is on Twitter at thiu it's all lufc. Uh, the we're at Mike White's Pod. Uh, the I have no idea what else. I, oh, that's it. Because I'm not. This isn't being edited, so I now have to say, if you need anything recording or anything like that, please visit Medicine Room Studios on Facebook and medicineroomstudios.com. As with everything else, the studio isn't open at the minute. He can do remote editing and stuff like that. For that actual recording sessions are a bit difficult at the moment, but they are still available for work. Uh, have we got all that we need to add? Um, it, I, I hope you are all enjoying the freedom now that we are out of lockdown. Yeah, except for Frank Lampard, because Frank Lampard can fuck off. That'll do us in a bit.